You never answer my question. I'll ask you again if you thought you could save the world. But nobody would know it, and you might have to give your life in doing it. Would you do it? My life? Yeah, sure. Everyone else's? No. Well, I'm done. Come on, my man. Baby, I need some action tonight! <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Action Returns. I'm your host, Brian, and of course, always with me is my brother, Nez. What's up, man? Yo, what is up, everybody? We're back quick like i said on the last one thank you everyone for listening to ninja three <laughs> shout out to zim i hope you <laughs> hope you enjoyed it <laughs> but ooh, uh, yeah let everyone know what we got for them tonight okay we have 2016's action crime thriller Code of Honor. He's using this rooftop as a staging ground. You need a small army to take out these two gangs. I'm thinking several guys with machine guns, a couple of knifemen in the alley, bomber to take out the Mercedes. Tell me, how many guys? guys? Just one. His name is Colonel Robert Sykes. The commander of one of Special Forces' most elite units. He's using those skills to go after gangs or drug dealers. Would you mind telling us why? His wife and little boy were killed in a drive-by shooting. This is just the beginning, isn't it? When this is all over, you might even wonder if he ever existed. You give your life to save the world if nobody knew you did it. I took an oath to defend against all enemies. I still love my country. I still love my family. And I'm still an honorable man. I'm just setting the record straight. Man, I was waiting for you. I thought you said no weapons. No, I said no guns. Let's see. Google. An FBI agent pursues his former mentor, a vengeful colonel who's waging a one-man war against criminals. All right. Let's head over to IMDb. When his family is murdered, a special ops 
operative turns vigilante, can his former protege, now an FBI agent, stop him before mobsters and police close in? Okay. Now, this is written and directed by Michael Winnick. This stars, briefly, Steven Seagal, Craig Schaefer, James Russo, Louis Mandalore, Griff First, Helena Matson, and Raphael Petardi. Now, Nez, I'm not going to ask if you've seen this before. I'm just going to ask, why did you want to watch this? I was the one that posted something on the Facebook group, right? Yeah. Okay, I don't know. I was just poking around Facebook and I saw Seagal. I don't even remember. I think it's just I think it was the the beginning scene when Seagal's just smoking fools from uh up top of this big uh I was reading something. They called it a missile silo. I, I don't think it was a missile silo in the middle of a city, but anyway. It was the top of a building. It, no, it was some kind of a tank, or I don't know what it was, everyone. But <laughs> um, So I was like, what the hell is this? What what caught my eye? Not, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I mean, I, I loved Steven Stevens ago in the beginning. Not so much with... Uh, uh, his uh, newer films, and uh, from what I understand, he's got some uh, Me Too charges against him. But yeah, he he also has some beliefs. We we're not going to get in political stuff, but yeah, that too. But yeah, but the video was crazy. I was like, wait, what is this? I I didn't even know what it was. He's got so many movies. Um. I I couldn't even tell you. I don't even remember the last one I had seen. Um. Yeah, I I, I can I couldn't even tell you. I've watched all the Hard to Kills, Alpha Justice, and Mark for Death, and stuff like that. Even the oh, when when he gave a shit. Yeah, and the minute he was in an executive decision. Um, but I I couldn't tell you which was the last out of his new straight to VOD straight to Blu-ray movies. I didn't even know this movie existed, but that video just made me laugh because I was like, what the hell is this? So that was the reason uh, Brian picked it. And I'd have to say, I watched this twice and I liked it. (laughs) It's The reason I like it, because if you guys know me, if you've been listening to the show, if you're new to the show, welcome. Um, I like stupid, cheesy, crappy movies. If you go through my uh, movie collection, you'll see a lot of movies that people hate. Um, Shout out to Big Jesse. Uh, The big guys are coming back, everyone. Uh, we were talking about uh, we mentioned Witchboard, and we know how oh, the my God. <laughs> the Order of guys hated that movie. Um, but uh, that's the type of craziness I like, and like I might have to, I'm not, this made me want to go watch all the rest, not all of them, but pick and choose on some of uh, Seagal's uh, titles after after all and, the good ones. And I recommend like after you watch him, go check out the YouTube channel, uh, Jason Brandt. He does uh, So Bad It's Good movie reviews. 
And if, if you're, I'll just tell you like this, if you're a fan of Steven Seagal, you might not want to watch his YouTube videos where he reviews his movies because he tears them apart. I don't know who I was watching, but there was, yeah, they were, they were ripping. I watched a few reviews because there's some, some stuff at the end that we're going to have to get into. Um, and I was like, well, what do people think of this? Other than they just think Seagal's a joke now. Um, and he's just taking whatever. I don't know if he had tax evasion stuff. I don't know. I just, I'm just saying. Well, I, I know. I did, like, as far as movie-wise, the thing that, that bothers me is he's, one, hardly in the movie. Two, when he's in the movie, he's... I've seen movie his newer movies. There's movies where he's having fight scenes sitting down. And then <laughs> apparently... I keep hearing he has it in his contract and he's had it in his contract for a while where he can't be hit or beaten up because it'll make him look bad. Well, he's making himself look bad. So, I mean, I wouldn't want to fight him. I mean, even if he's sitting down, he'll still whoop my ass because, I mean, from what I understand, I mean, he is the real deal. Maybe he's not as fast as he was. Uh, back in the late 80s uh, when he first came on the scene. But I don't know. I still wouldn't want to fight him. I mean, it don't matter how old you get. You still know some of those moves. And if he's just going to beat you up while he's sitting down, I don't know, unless you kick the, the leg out from under his chair. But I don't know. But <laughs> the reason I watched this one twice, I watched it on my phone the first time. And I was really into it. And then I was like, you know what? I need to watch this on the bigger screen. So I watched it again on the, in the living room on my TV. And I, just, I still got the same enjoyment that I watched it the first time. Will I buy this? Because will I watch it again? I'll definitely watch it again. Because I, I, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy this movie. I, I was watching it on Tubi. So the, the thing that was cool on the phone... On the phone app, it was only uh, one one ad. When it was on TV, you got like six ads. I was like, "Come on, what, what's happening here?" Uh, they're only seconds long, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I, you go from one ad on your phone to six on your TV. But anyway, so, but like I said, I mean, they, they there is some actors in it that I've seen. There's a lot of those. Oh, that guy and uh, Craig Schaefer. I mean, he was big in the 80s, man. He was always the asshole, and then he kind of turned into the good guy, and then he just, uh, for me, I, he kind of just disappeared. But from what I understand, yeah. look, looking at his IMDb, he's been working. Yeah, he was, uh, most recently, uh, over on the main show, we reviewed uh, him in uh, Nightbreed. Yeah, so, I mean, he's been, he's been he's been doing work, so it's not like he just completely disappeared he does have some other things from what i understand he was i i kind of tapped out of the show uh american horror story i guess he was in that um but that show is just a blur to me yeah i mean the first couple seasons were cool and then i just kind of tapped out but so i was kind of like all right craig schaefer man he's cool i liked him in his 80s stuff and seagal of course uh, James Russo, I he popped up and he's one of those. Oh, that's that guy. He pops up in a bunch of little things. The thing that really stands out to me is uh, he was in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High at the end of the movie, 
he was the guy that came in and tried to rob uh, the Quickie Mart. I always remember him from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. That too. Yeah. And uh, there was a couple other guys. There was one dude. He, I think he was the mayor. He, um, he, I know he was in that one. I mean, rest in peace, George A. Romero. But that last zombie movie he did, uh, Survival of the Dead, he was one of the guys that had the family feud. I think if I'm, I'm can get yeah, thinking of the right guy because he didn't have a a beard or anything in this. But the mayor who was getting it in with the the. Yeah, with the secretary or whatever. Secretary. <laughs> and he was also in I remember him in colors. Um he was one he was just one of the cops in it. Looking at his uh his name is uh R D Call. And he's been in forty eight hours, Brewster's Millions, uh Colors, like you said, Fourth of July, born on the Fourth of July, Young Guns Two. Been in a lot of stuff. Was he in Survival of the Dead? Why why, why did his name or his head, his image, his face pop up in that? I, I guess he wasn't. I must be thinking about someone else. But yeah, but this guy, he's been in a, in a ton of things. So, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't expecting much. I was not expecting to like this movie at all because uh, the CGI is terrible. Um, I know Lance would have just turned it off. Fire. The fire the, made me think of Lance. That and the, the the clip that I put on the Facebook group when he when he just fucking unloading on all these guys. I didn't know who it was or what, what the situation was. But you talking about the digital bullet wounds? Yeah, everything, all of it. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, I don't make movies, so I I couldn't tell you how much it costs. Um, I f- unless CGI has gone down in price. Um, is that cheaper than actually using blanks for your guns? Probably just do it yourself nowadays. Cause it, I mean, some of it looked all right. I mean, the sound effects sounded fine, but there was one when it was, this guy got a headshot. Well, there was a few headshots that looked terrible, but one guy where Seagal shot this dude from the back, and it came went through the through, through his head. And it came out of the front, but then there was just a red circle. You're talking it about the, the drug deal scene? Yeah. Well, <laughs> after uh, uh, Craig Shaper killed all those dudes at that club, and then he came out and that, he just Seagal shot that last guy. I was like, what? I mean, who said, all right, that's cool. Print. <laughs> my favorite was the, the pimp scene. The pimp jumped out. He was like, where's my money, bitch? Yeah, I mean, there was a uh, lot of stuff in this that didn't even need to be in it. <laughs> they could have shortened this by a half hour <laughs> and just took out the nonsense and just added more killing if CGI is what was what we're doing here. But, but yeah, but in the end, like I said, I enjoyed this movie. I enjoyed it so much I watched it the very next night again. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm. I don't know how much this movie is, but I'll probably buy it if I see it uh, cheap somewhere. Right, but it's like, it's got to be under ten bucks. I don't think I can go over that. Find it so, in one of those five dollar bins. Yeah, I'm gonna look around Walmart and all those <laughs> all those places. Uh, all right, Code of Honor. Huh? It doesn't. 
I can buy it on oh, 13, 14 dollars for the DVD. I don't even know if it's on Blu-ray. I think it is because I remember watching another guy, and he was holding one. So, but yeah, that's that's too much for that movie. But in the end, like I said, I did enjoy. I did enjoy this film, and it was for as crazy as it was. <laughs> I I I don't love it. I I enjoyed it. It, it was. It was a cool, cool, uh, stupid movie. But what did you think of this? <laughs> I can't share your enjoyment in the way you you enjoy. I I enjoyed it for the reasons they probably didn't want me to enjoy it. Uh, the the there was there was some bad acting in here. The, oh. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying. I'm trying. You know me. I try. I try to be positive as much as I could. Um. Steven Seagal with his, I don't know what accent he was doing in this movie <laughs> with all his, like, you losing a step behind me, huh, boy? Right, right, right here. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, where, where are you from? <laughs> You're supposed to be a colonel, and I, I, I don't know what accent, because I've seen, I've seen a few of his newer ones, and he tends to switch up his accent. And he was going for one in this movie. Um, I did, I did uh, kind of like Craig Schaefer in this. And the the end, I wasn't really expecting that little plot twist to, to come about. If it was a plot twist, uh, even if it was or not, uh, I wasn't expecting it. Um, yeah, uh, digital bullets, fake blood. Uh, Steven Seagal, <laughs> fake fire. Steven Seagal has no fight scenes, really. I don't think. Yeah, Maybe the at, awesome at, one at, at the end. <laughs> yeah. That, de- depending on if you believe the twist or not, it might not have happened. I we'll get to that when we get to it. Everyone, I'm not going to really break this movie down. I'm just going to talk about all the the kill scenes. We'll we'll throw in the plot in between, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, shout out to the guys that wrote it. I can't write stories. I can't direct movies. I can't make movies, but was he a producer of this film? Uh, Cigar? Yeah. Uh, I heard he's kind of like got money invested in these films. That's why he pumps so many out so quickly. I think if you like him and uh, Nick Cage and Van Damme and everyone that had their heydays and then they're just busting movies out left and right. Well, we all know Nick Cage. He had the the tax stuff as well as Wesley. But yeah, he was buying dinosaur heads and haunted mansions in New Orleans. So <laughs> But I think, I mean, these, I don't know how much these movies cost, but I think this one was like $8 million or something like that. But I think, you're, you know, you're not going to get box office money. We know that. I don't know how much money they get when you stream, uh, when you let these streaming sites have it. Because my friend said he watched it on Netflix when it, whenever that was. But I'm sure they got to get something or Tubi, Freebie, whoever pays Lionsgate, hey, we'll give you this much to show your movie. And I'm sure, like, sure. And I'm sure when it came out at the time in 2016, 
they did do the rentals, and I'm sure people paid their money to rent it. Um, it's out on physical media, and I'm there. he does have his fans. We're not saying that he doesn't, uh, no matter how bad his movies have gotten. But, I mean, people will still buy. Even if these movies were like $3 and like 100 people bought those, I mean, he's still going to get something out of it. So, did he get... Did he take the biggest pay in, payday in this? Hell yeah. I, I'm sure he did, but if I was to make put my money into making this film, most of my money would have went to Craig Schaefer because he pretty much carried this whole movie. Steven Seagal, uh, they, they just put his up. name. I'm they just put his up. name on the poster. <laughs> I'm looking him up. Uh, him and Craig Schaefer were, uh, well, Craig Schaefer was associate producer, but Steven Seagal, executive producer. Well, they both put their money in it, and I'm sure they got their money back. But, ooh, yeah, Code of Honor. What does it say on here? There is no honor in revenge. I was reading something. Uh, the director wanted to make uh, First Blood meets Death Wish. I can mm-hmm. see that. I, w- I had the Death Wish vibe in my head because um, if you guys listen to uh, East Society on that. I did cover the first two Death Wish movies. I got four more, four more Death Wish, uh, four more Death Wish movies uh, to cover. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on part three. That was to say, dude, you need to join me for three, and you need to join me for. Dude, fuck it, come on, all the next four. Okay, because <laughs> I I've seen. I, I've seen three. Uh, probably watched it like earlier this year, and I forgot how wacky it gets but it is fun <laughs> i saw crackdown once i'd never seen the fifth one and i seen the remake once and i just uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll have to watch it um but anyway code of honor action crime thriller ah okay i'm with that but this i mean the story was seagal's character uh, Colonel Robert uh, Sykes, he's we don't really know what's happening with him because in the very beginning of the film, he we just see him. There's some kind of uh, drug deal going down. And then all of a sudden we see these guys come up, they're selling coke or whatever it is. It's all we know is it's uncut and from the source. So one this this is what made me laugh. I don't remember all the gang names, but I do remember the white boys. Yeah, that was the most generic name. I didn't I didn't even at first I didn't even think I thought they were just saying they were white boys. Yeah. But then when they started going into like their gang affiliations, I was like, oh, they're called the white boys. Uh, yeah, because I think the other guys were either Mexican or. Filipino, I, I I don't know. I mean, it, <laughs> but yeah, I did I did I mean, I did notice the, what the one main guy was white, but I didn't really, wasn't really paying attention to to everyone else. But we see these guys; they got their drug dealer going down, or drug deal going down. Uh, all of a sudden, there's a a bullet shot. That one of the main drug dealers, not from the white boys, from the other guys, he gets shot in the chest. Everybody's looking around. Then we see Seagal just boom, boom, with his high-powered rifle, just taking fools out 
left and right. Again, he's standing up high on top of whatever that thing is. Yeah, shooting as many digital bullets as he can. Yeah, and he's just all right. <laughs> um, shout out to the actors that hey, you got shot in the head. Boom. Yeah, I've seen enough movies. I mean, even if they put me out there saying act like you got shot, I would jerk. Or fall that fall. I mean, I don't know what kind of gun this is. I've said this many times. I don't know the armor, uh, handware, hardware, whatever you want to call it, guns. Um, I don't know. All I know is this is some kind of high, high-powered sniper rifle this he had. And he was just letting fools have it. Uh, the, to the actors that knew, okay, you got shot in the head, boom, and they maybe they go bang or whatever. Maybe some kind of charge goes off. And they whip their head back. Some of the guys that were getting shot in the head would get shot. We see the blood and everything, CGI blood, and they would just fall. A rifle with this firepower, boom, would definitely blow you back. But okay. <laughs> so he, he's just gunning fools left and right. Everyone's hiding behind cars. Um, either these are the, the worst gangbangers on the planet. That just can't shoot. I mean, nobody comes close to shooting the the colonel because he's just blasting. I mean, this this is like a mixed gang of uh, crazy local Vato Mexican guys. Uh, I don't know who that main white guy was. He looked like he was some kind of one of those little hats, one of the um, Irish guys. And then there were some bikers. <laughs> then there was other rugged looking guys and then there was a Filipino dude and I don't know what the hell's going on here but then he switches up his guns He after he's kind of done with uh, the sniper rifle he steps back goes over to his little gun arsenal loads up a clip puts a couple of clips in his pocket and then he walks back over there and then just just starts shooting and it's like every bullet he shot hit someone. Well, he's, <laughs> he's the colonel. <laughs> there, he kills 13 guys in the first five minutes of the film, if that, if it's even five minutes. And then one of the guys, um, the, one, one, the, the main, I guess, the leader of the white boys or whatever, he gets shot uh, in the wrist because he tries to uh, take the... The uh, suitcase full of coke. He reaches down to get it. Bah! He takes a, a blast uh, to the wrist, but then he kind of gets away. Another dude jumps in the car that's there that had all the um, the money, uh, the the drug money, and then Seagal goes click <laughs> and blows that thing up, and then we get the the title, Code of Honor. Oh, all right. You forgot about when he propelled propelled down the rope in front of that green screen. Oh, no, not yet. That's coming. <laughs> oh, I was about to say. After he blew up that car, um, he casually walks over and uh, he harnesses himself up and then repels down that big thing that he's on. Transforms I don't know what, into a skinnier guy when he lands. Yeah. Transforms I don't, back into Sakal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why he couldn't just let some let whoever that skinny guy was to to film that whole scene of him just sliding down. It would have probably looked cooler, but maybe he's got something in his contract. I gotta be at least ten minutes on screen <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. 
but it, it was it was terrible. It's like he's just standing in front of a green screen as the and he's holding the rope, looking down like he's rappelling down. I was like, oh my god, what what is happening here? Uh, he gets down to the to the floor, yeah, and then he because he's a big guy. Steven Seagal's big. I don't know how old he is when he made this movie, but <laughs> well, he's seventy one now, and his jet black hair. Um, his with hair looks with the widow's peak. Yeah, his hair looks fake. It reminds me of those um, spray on hair. If you guys have seen that commercial, it's probably what it is. <laughs> And uh, he gets down there, unhooks himself, walks over. As a, I, he's like the last uh, of the uh, drug dealers. He's not one of the white boys, but he pulls out uh, his knives and just and slices this guy up and then stabs him. And that was 15 kills. I'm watching this the video that the kill count. <laughs> he kills 15 guys. Uh, in that first scene, and I'm like, "All right, cool." <laughs> By <So>. himself. <laughs> um, the next day, all the cops show up, and they're like, "Oh man, this just looks like it was a, a drug deal uh, going sideways." And they're like, "Oh well, they didn't get the drugs. The drugs are right here, and there's bodies laying all over the place." And then they're like, "Well, it looks like whoever uh, did this man got away with a lot of money." But the car that blew up was the car they had all the money. Because one of the officers goes, I don't think they got very far. Because when they open up the car, the whole inside's all burned up. And the money uh, is all burned up as well. So they're like, well, they're like, well, I don't know. Well, who would have done this? The drugs are here. The money's here. And this is where we're introduced to uh, Craig Schaefer's character. He is William Porter, her FBI agent, William Porter. He is up where Seagal was, where he was shooting everybody, because he's kind of looking around, investigating, he finds, um, if you, for those of you that smoke cigars, I know they clip the tip off or whatever, um, he picks that up, and he's like, oh, you're starting to smoke now, huh? And then he just kind of does that, but then, um, what's his name? The officer, uh, Detective Peterson. Yeah, Detective Peterson. He was in. All I remember him from is um, the hell is that movie? I just watched it. Oh, uh, the, 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 Tula's brother. Um, My Big Fat Greek Wedding. He was. If you guys have seen that film, he was um her brother. He was in Last Blood. I'm gonna have to watch that one again. I think we need to tackle those at some point. <laughs> but. Yeah. Uh, so Detective Peterson kind of goes up to him. Hey, who are you? What are you doing here? And he goes, I pulls out his, his badge. Uh, I'm Special Agent Porter, um, FBI. And he's like, all right, well, how did, how did you get here so fast? He goes, all right, well, I'm, I'm following this guy. Is It's a case that uh, I'm trying to solve. And I believe it's, uh, he tells him, it's Colonel Sykes. Well, he just says it's a guy named Sykes. A guy named Robert Sykes. I, he, they, we don't, he doesn't kind of. Tell him everything as well. Tells him nothing. He doesn't even really tell him about himself. And I I don't know procedures and stuff like that, but you'd think that if there's an agent coming to get involved in the case, you'd be notified and there'd probably be more than just one guy. Yeah, you wouldn't just let some guy, it just shows you a badge. All right, cool. All right, you're... Yeah, there there has to be some kind of 
uh, heads up, <laughs> knowing that walk, the FBI is right to the crime scene and start telling you what's what's going on. So I take it he got there. Porter got there before all the cops did. Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, I don't know, someone would have saw him climbing those stairs or whatever it was. I don't know. He's stealthy. <laughs> so that that's the introduction of them to the cops and who who Porter is. All right, next scene, we go to a uh, strip club at the, uh, I think it was like the Southern Exposure or something like, something like yeah, that. I didn't, I didn't mind this, this scene. I didn't either because there was a lot of uh, topless women. In, no, there was only like a couple Topless women in there. Yeah, but, that was one. That was one that kept her top on. But there was, well, she's the the main girl. But there was ah. a lot of slow motion, uh, topless dancing for no good reason. Yeah, <laughs> topless slow motion dancing and slow motion shots of Seagal smoking a cigar. Yeah, he's kind of casually sitting in the cut uh, in the back, and. All right, there's um, there's the kill count. There's t- one, two, three, four. Um, I think there's like five or six other guys in this film or in this scene, but it's not just a regular uh, strip club. It's kind of a front for drugs and. Uh, arms dealers because uh, when the camera kind of goes around we see all these guys that are in there some are just patrons some are uh muscle for this place and then when we go upstairs we see some guy uh on a computer doing whatever and then we go into the next room there's another guy in there counting money and then he's got all these weapons displayed out uh on this table so that we know uh i couldn't tell you what kind of rifles these are but they're, they're doing some crazy shit. Okay, there were six guys, and then it says here there's another five guys in here, making that a total of 12 guys uh, in the uh, strip club, minus the strippers. Yeah, because somehow they didn't get killed. Well, they did say it. In, yeah, the second watch, I caught it. Um, Seagal's still sitting there doing what he's doing, and he gets up and walks. Oh, no, but before he walks out, we are introduced to Carrie Green, Helena Matson. Uh, we find out that she is a single mother and her son's named Corey. I guess he was sick at school. So uh, it was her turn to dance because the, the guy that was running the place, hey, get up there, get your pants off and get on stage. <laughs> that um, sure is what he said. Get the <laughs> pants off. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, ah, oh, but then because she, she gets a call from the school, so her friends are in there. She's like, hey, um, can you cover me? I gotta go uh, deal with my son. And one of the girls, like, as she's racking up yeah. a line, <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, sure, I got it. And well, when you leave, there's only gonna be two of us, uh, two of us here before the shift change. So she goes, all right, well, I'm sorry. And uh, I guess the back door had um, uh, an alarm, so. So she kind of unhooks the alarm uh, and goes out the back door and goes off to school or off to school to see her son. All right. So Gaul gets up and when he gets up, the camera goes down and we see a briefcase uh, under the table. And then he just casually walks out in a nice little slow motion. He's all in black, his jet black hair and his jet black goatee. 
He pulls out this little detonator. He clicks it, and then boom. All 12 of those people are dead. Except the stripper. Except for the two strippers. Because what the cops said, they go, every. it must have been right when, I don't know how he timed it, but there was no more. There was no dancers in there, just the uh, little horny guys and every all the bad guys that were in there. So there was some casualties in there of guys that uh, that didn't deserve to die. In my opinion, I don't, I don't know, but the bad guys, I, okay. So they said the the bomb blew up, and it was I guess powerful enough to kill everybody in that main strip room as well as I assume the bartender as well. Except the strippers. Yeah, they said the strippers were in the back, so the blast didn't didn't go back there. I clearly remember as he was walking out, the one that was doing all the lines was giving someone a lap dance. I don't know. Maybe she got up and <laughs> needed to drink a water. I don't know. Uh, it was a short song or something. Yeah. <laughs> so he blows up that whole place. And uh, it didn't it didn't like level the building. It just kind of blew up that room. Then the cops show up and they're trying to investigate everything and then um I don't know whoever a fireman that investigates said yeah it was a blast. It was powerful enough to kill everyone in the room. And that's when they said yeah but the the, the two lady the two dancers that were working were in the back so they were safe. So when they're, they're standing there, uh, Schaefer just comes, wa- or Schaefer, uh, what's that, Porter, Porter. The FBI guy, he just comes walking up because, uh, what's her name, Carrie, is that her name? Yeah, she she had came back and she was trying to see what's going on because she's telling the police she was just here. Of course, they do great police work and tell her to get out of here. Yeah, because she was just telling, she just told this to a regular patrol officer. Uh, she does see her two friends, the two dancers there. Uh, maybe they took some kind of shrapnel because one of them was bleeding, but not not much. Um, but the, the paramedics were taking care of them. Uh, we see the detectives and all the other police are trying to just figure out what happened. Uh, there is a police, the, the yellow police tape keeping everyone back. But there's this one guy that's standing right by the fire truck behind the police line. Just taking pictures with his cell phone. He sees the uh, Carrie. He sees her, so he takes pictures of her. He sees uh, Porter talking to her because he does walk over and tell her, hey, um, I need to talk to you. And who are you? What happened? So she tells him, oh, I was just here. I left. I had to get my son. And he goes, all right, well, I think you guys, you need to come talk to these guys. That's when he walks her over to the cops. See, this this scene right here kind of makes me believe the end because uh, we'll get, he, we'll he only to... he only gets pictures of Porter I, I don't know well like I don't know we'll get to it because <laughs> so, like you but, said Seagal, Seagal's a big man yeah and so he um he kind of goes hey this she was here and before the, the bomb went off so you guys should talk to her but then Porter sees someone. Oh no, he sees um Sykes. Seagal. Or uh is his name? Sykes. Sykes. Yeah. He sees Colonel. him. He sees him standing in the crowd and then he goes running after him. But uh he kind of loses him in the alley and he's like kind of shits. But 
the main cop, he kind of runs after him too. Like um, Detective Peters, and he runs after him. Like, hey, what, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I, I, I saw the guy that I'm looking for. He, he was here. And then he kind of. This is when he kind of like, goes back to the police station and tells them, all right, well, this is a guy I'm looking for. His name is. Uh, we were both in the service together. His name is a uh, Colonel Robert Sykes. He was uh, special forces. Um, he had a. He was married and he had a kid. Uh, while he was off doing some kind of special mission, his his uh, wife and his son got killed uh, within uh, during. A, they were casualties of a, a drive-by shooting. They weren't going after him. They were just there and they happened to get killed. He goes, so he came back and he just kind of lost it and he just he's out on a on just vigilante uh mission so he goes that's why i'm here to to try to stop them so they're like ah well okay you do your thing and we're we're still going to try to investigate this this explosion because he does tell me goes this this might this might be him as well but we don't know yet but the cops are like okay well well well, you do your thing or we'll stand over here and do what we got to do yeah, they, they can't even get a picture of Sykes because he says, I got to call the Pentagon and see if they can authorize a picture being sent over. And they're just like, OK. <laughs> but the guy that was standing by the fire truck taking pictures, we find out he is the Car- Carlos. Yeah, he is the uh, second in command to Vincent Romano, James Russo's character. He's the one he's owns the strip club and he's the drug the drug king kingpin of any town USA. I don't know where this was. <laughs> exactly where you said. <laughs> I couldn't make out. This was. Uh, it looked like there was a city because there was buildings, but it didn't look like maybe it was somewhere in Canada. I, I don't know. I, at times, I thought they were on the East Coast, but then with some of the gang stuff, I'm like, okay, you guys are on the West Coast. But most likely, it's like you said, they probably filmed this in Canada. Yeah, I don't know where they. Now you make me look it up. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I was thinking like Arizona or New Mexico because it did look like a desert area. Who knows? Maybe it was Texas. Movie was shot in Utah. Yeah. Entirely in Utah. All right. I don't know where. Maybe Salt Lake, but they spent a whole twenty days shooting this movie. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So we find out who Porter is. We find out who Sykes is, and these are the cops that just uh, okay, take take his word for it. No kind of let me call your superiors or anything to check you out. They just they just take his word for it because he showed them a badge. Yeah, he he tells him Sykes is like trained in every kind of weapon, hand to hand combat strategy. You you won't get any information on him because you got to go through the Pentagon. You got to go through the higher ups, and they're just like, okay, oh yeah. <laughs> so all right, this is this was one of the scenes they I guess they could have cut out, but I I'm kind of glad they left him in. <laughs> All right, so far, man, Seagal's killed 26 people. He's sitting up on a rooftop somewhere. Uh, We see two patrol officers, two female patrol officers, and they have two gangbangers in custody. They're already in custody, handcuffed and everything. 
uh, as one of them's uh, one of the officers is trying to uh, put the guy in the car. Boom, boom. We get some shots from I don't know what kind of rifle this is, but wherever he is, he's got the big scope. He's uh, got the earmuffs and everything on. And he just blast uh, the first guy in the wife beater. Boom, boom, boom. Pops him. The other guy that is up against the wall. Boom. He takes a headshot. He goes down. All the police are looking. They get on the radios. We got a code, whatever, whatever. Shots fired. And they're looking in all direction. And then we just see Seagal just kind of pack up his gear and, and, and roll out. <laughs> so I was like, at first I was like, who are these guys and why is he killing them? As the movie goes on, we figure that he's they they were calling him a um, uh, a super vigilante. So and and uh, Porter did tell him, look, man, this guy he's just killing bad guys. Don't don't matter who they are. There's no rhyme or reason. The, his reason for it is because his his family was killed by bad guys. So he just whoever's doing dirt, whatever, you're gonna get killed. So Porter goes back to the uh, the strip club to do some more investigation, uh, but he's met by two uh, little street toughs in the back alley, and they try to come at him, and uh, he just pulls out uh, two knives, or they're like they were huge, uh, whatever they were. They he pulls them out and just. Kills him, stabs him. No, no yeah. guns. And, and can I say, this is the most like random group of gang members. Like I can never tell which gang the who's with who. <laughs> I figured anyone white is with uh, the Russo guys. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know, man. There was uh, his whole gang, and then there was. Uh, no, Romano. I, I'm, I was thinking of his real name, James Urzel, but R- Vincent Romano. Him, yeah, they said he was a mobster. I, okay. But then you had the you had the, of course the the white boys, and then you had the Hispanic gang, and then you have all these just random different gang members and hoodlums and thugs and henchmen. <laughs> Whoever was gonna take that money, hey man, I'll pay you whatever. Come help me. All right. It was these type of guys because these two guys that Schaefer ends up killing because he slices one in the neck and then he just kind of gets another knife and then stabs the other dude in the gut and then pulls it up so to make sure he's dead and then he just rolls out. So and we do find out that these two guys were just two crackheads that uh, Romano um, hired to keep an eye on on the on the burnt out club so they were basically nobody probably gave them a sack of rocks or something <laughs> for the fix <laughs> all right so there's more dialogue talking about our right, right, whatever we get we got to stop this guy and i'm moving on this scene was probably my favorite scene this is when the the, the, the girl she's a hooker she gets thrown out uh, of the car and then uh, she's walking up her pimp. Hey, bitch, where's my money? <laughs> and she's like, wait, what? And then so he's kind of talking shit to her. But while he's standing there talking shit, bah, he gets shot in in the shoulder. So he falls down. And then we see Seagal. I don't know where he's at, but he's sitting in some warehouse or whatever 
with a, with a, another a different high powered rifle, and he's just busting off shots. He shoots that guy in both shoulders, and and the 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 hooker looks around. All right, I'm looking at a picture of it, man. <laughs> The two little—it just must be going fast. The two little CGI holes that's in this guy and his shoulders are nothing. <laughs> they just look like dark spots. Um, the hooker is standing there, and the guy—he's all dazed. He doesn't know what's going on. We see the little um, target thing from the scope, and then, blah! He gets shot in the head, so he goes down. He still has. The, the money that the hooker gave her. So she kind of runs away for a second, but then she turns around and runs back and, bitch, give me my money. And then she rolls out. <laughs> so I was like, what's happening? Um, and it was just a, a random scene like that. That just, well, we need to probably, all right, Seagal, I need my screen time. So this is, give me a, a minute uh, yeah, or more. Seagal, we, you said you were going to be in the movie 30 minutes, not 20 <laughs> so at this point he's killed 20 Seagal's killed 29 people and Schaefer um, uh, Russo or, or what the hell's his name Porter has only killed three um, more just talk talk okay we need to solve this mystery and da, 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 no one doesn't nothing we see Porter he's in um, oh he went to uh, the, the the dancer girl Carrie, she yeah. was. They're like, okay, the Romano, his gang. They're like, all right, we need to find her because she's talking to the cops and she's talking to this guy. We don't know who he is yet. Yeah, they think they they think Porter is is the, the one. Reason. Yeah, so they're like, she's talking to him. She knows something, so they send their guys and a little white Irish guy is like the, one of the main guys. Because when Porter kills those two guys, um, I think I think it was that, and it was one of those times. The dude that was taking pictures, um, what the hell's his name? Uh, Carlos. Mm. He sees Porter, so he's like, "All right, this is the guy." And then when all these people are getting killed, that guy, see, he tells Romano, "Look, it, it's this Porter guy that's killing everyone," because no one's seen uh, Zagal yet. Uh, Sykes. So. Um, they uh Romano saying, All right, well you guys need to go over to that bitch's house and um and get her. Bring her here so we, we can talk to her. So she's at her house and she's uh basically gonna get the hell out of Dodge. She's kinda packing up some stuff for herself and her son. Um, but then these guys, uh Romano's guys show up. They come in, they bust into the house and they're they're getting ready to kill her. Where are you going? Oh, I'm just going out of town. And they go, well, not, not now. So you're going to stay here. And they were getting ready to get the rape on. But then uh, someone knocks on the door and it's Porter. And then he's kind of like, oh, hey, I just came to uh, check on you. And she's acting all weird. And Porter knows that these there's somebody in there. So he kicks in the door. Uh, the guy that's behind the door falls down. He steps in. Another guy, he just shoots one dude. I think there was like three guys, three or four yeah, guys in there. three. He blasts one. He falls on the couch. The guy that he uh, comes in on uh, the door, he kind of pushes him back, shoots him in the gut. He goes down, and then uh, he goes running out into the alley, and these guys in a big old uh, black truck, just uh, I guess they were outside waiting. Uh, they start shooting at him. 
he just boom, 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 unloads on them. This scene was funny, though, because you could clearly see, I think it was the scene or the next scene, uh, when uh, his gun, you have, again, it looked like, look like a Glock that he was shooting. When when you run out of bullets, it, it kind of just cocks back and stays. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, we never see him change the clip, but all of a sudden there's a, another clip in there. He's just letting everyone have it. But um, so while I he's like, in that, go ahead. I was going to say, I like how he murders all these people and he tells her she's in danger. You need to get <laughs> out of here. I'm like, gee, thanks. You just made it worse. <laughs> so he, he kind of just guns up these guys. Uh, other guys come out of nowhere. He starts shooting at him. Uh, they come running around the corner. He's uh, giving headshots and he's blasting everyone. Uh, guys that are up top from uh, coming off the, the catwalks. Boom. He starts shooting them. Uh, then the big dude, he looked like an old gangrel. He, uh, he, he was an older <laughs> guy with a ponytail. <laughs> he comes out of nowhere. But Shaver pulls out a knife and boom, 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 starts uh, slicing him up. And then he just like stabs the hell out of him and then pulls his knife out and cuts it. Uh, uh, just it's he stabs him in the gut or something and just pulls it out of the side. And the CG blood is terrible. All right. This is the this is the, the one that uh, made me laugh because it just looks terrible. The guy that uh, that was at the drug deal in the beginning. The one uh, that Seagal let go, uh, they got shot in the hand. He comes up from behind and shoots. Or he's getting ready to shoot um, Porter. But he's standing there holding the gun. Then, bah! And then he's just standing there with a red dot uh, on his face. And right behind him, as he falls forward, is Steven Seagal. I just sent you that picture. Look at how awesome that... Um, <laughs> the CGI. That's how bad it looked. I. It, <laughs> it looks like he's just got a red marker on his face, and that's supposed like to be somebody, the exit. That's supposed to be like the some, exit wound. <laughs> it looked like somebody wrote on the picture, not him. Because <laughs> he just falls, and then Seagal kind of starts talking shit, like, "Hey, man, how come you didn't check your six? And so he's like, oh, man, he looks at him. And then uh, Seagal was like, all right, well, hey, man, you saved my life. I'm going to save yours. Now we're even. And then he walks away. <laughs> and Porter's like, fuck. So Isn't right now. When he does that line when they're talking. And he's like, you're losing the step, boy. Yeah. <laughs> With his accent. I don't know what he was trying to be. <laughs> so, okay. Sykes has got a body count, a kill count of 30. And Schaefer, um. Porter's got a kill count of 10. <laughs> so more talking in between of, oh, we really need to stop this guy. Every time they cut between these scenes, it's always the same thing. We got to yeah. find him. We got to find him. I'm like, okay, you said that and the first. Police chief's scenes. like, he's, he's, he's kind of doing our job for us. Yeah, because he's like, yeah, man, uh, it was the, the police chief and the mayor. Yeah. Are like, yeah. And then so we get to a scene of. Some I don't know what this guy is, some crackhead playing with electric wires sitting on the curb uh, okay. next to a, a big puddle. <laughs> they all look like they were doing drugs. Oh, they were because that one uh, old lady was know, sitting there but, sucking on that glass dick. <laughs> but there's one 
who's selling drugs at the same time, and he, but he looks like he is oh. on some shit too. He gets a high. He gets high on his own supply. Because <laughs> the one girl walks up, and is like, "I'll suck your dick." And he was like, "Well, that didn't." What did he say? He was like, "Last time you did that, you were chewing the shit out of my dick with with all with your teeth." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how I, I don't. <laughs> the dialogue in this film. I was just like, "What is happening right now?" <laughs> They're all yeah. They're all standing there. That one lady's sitting on the floor on the ground, leaning against the wall, smoking crack or whatever. And that one dude is just messing with the the wires, sitting next to a puddle. Yeah. So he's sitting there doing what he's doing, and then all of a sudden, uh, bah! He gets shot, and he falls into the puddle while he's holding this electrical wire. And then, zzz, and then he gets shot again. He gets shot in the dick. And I'm watching this. Everybody. Hey, why did they get shot and not everybody? Because they were bad. They were bad drug dealers or drug or druggies. I don't know. Why did the lady get shot then? Uh, maybe he just didn't want to kill ladies. Oh, he didn't want to hit, kill old crackheads. <laughs> so, yeah, the dude, the, the, the drug dealer guy, he's standing there. Bow, bow. He takes three shots, one in the chest, one in the dick, and then one in the leg. I'm just going by what this this, this is showing me right here. So uh, one of the ladies that, that came up that was trying to get drugs, she just kind of steps back. Uh, there's another kid standing off to the side. Looks like he was shooting up because he's got a, a belt wrapped around his, uh, his uh, bicep. Yeah, the one <laughs> but, leaning up against the fence. Yeah, he, he's sitting there looking all cracked out. While the other lady's just still sitting there, just smoking up, and uh, yeah, that kid, he just he tries to, he looked like a zombie. First of all, he kind of turns to try to walk away. Then, bah, 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 he takes uh, some rounds to the back of the head and everyone else. So the the girl that was uh, initially trying to get drugs, she ran off, and the other lady was still just sitting there, like didn't even miss a beat. She didn't even flinch. She's still sitting there smoking. <laughs> so. And we see Seagal across the street, I don't know, in some rooftop building or I don't know. Seems where like the same building every time. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Well, we'll get to another scene. Oh, we, did, we, we forgot to mention throughout all of this, there is a news reporter oh. on the scene. The, the guy that must have, Seagal must have borrowed, let him borrow one of his uh, pair of sunglasses or something. <laughs> Uh, what the hell was his name? It was like Funtime or Jerry Simon. Yeah. <laughs> Emmy Emmy winning reporter. Because he kept throwing that out there. Yeah, because this guy, Simon, because his, his little news segment was like Simon Says or something like that. He's going around showing up to all the crime scenes. And uh, the well, one guy that um, Porter killed in the alley. He gets there before the police and everyone else because they start filming. Uh, no, there's cops and everything there, but they just doing shitty cop work. They get to the crime scene and start taking pictures and uh, filming video. And then he's doing his news report. And then the cops come running. Hey, you can't be here. Get out of here. And that's it. But yeah, this guy, they had, I mean, they maybe they just didn't have the budget to uh, film this in their own little news studio because it just looked like 
like those high school news studios <laughs> shows. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't even uh, hide the uh, the apple on that Mac on that MacBook. <laughs> Maybe if, Apple probably hey, Apple didn't say, "Hey man, you guys need to hide that shit." They they just no. Nah, it was clear as day. Uh, there was, I guess they kind of explain why Simon is later on, but all right. So yeah, uh, Seagal after he killed all those the drug dealers and and the drug addicts except for the two ladies, yeah, he's up on the roof somewhere. I don't know where, <laughs> how far away he is from him, but uh, more talk. Um, uh, Seagal or uh. Sykes reaches out to Porter and said, hey, man, because um, Porter's like, I, I need to bring you down. Or he he talks to the cops first uh, and, and lets them know that, hey, look, um, the cops are still looking for Sykes. And then they go, you're not going to find him uh, without me. And they're like, well, how do you know that? And he goes, because I'm going to go meet him uh, tonight. Oh, God. Uh, this some, scene coming up. Yeah, some club. And they're like, what? So... Porter kind of has a deal with the cops. All right, man, uh, I'll help you guys get him, uh, but I need to I need to be the one to get him because I have to go in there and meet with him. And go, so I'll just wear a wire, and you you guys come in. And whenever I say uh, come in, come in, because he tells he tells them he goes, I don't care if this place blows up, nobody comes in until I give the word. So all the cops are like, I don't know, blocks away. Like, all right. Um, so he goes in and he's talking to. Seagal, and he's just trying to figure out, like, hey, man, what, why are you doing this? What's going on? And, and uh, Sykes, uh, Seagal, just kind of letting him have it. He goes, look, man, you used to be a good soldier, man. He goes, but because uh, Porter tells him, he goes, what happened to you, man? He goes, is it because of your, your family? And he's like, yeah, man. He goes, I, he goes, I'm, was, uh, serving my country and living a good life and look what happened to me and he goes you you're a piece of shit your wife left left you on her own because yeah, you were geez. a cheater and all this just getting high drinking you love you love everybody's boy <laughs> so he basically told him Sykes told Porter look man you were a piece of shit to your wife so that's why she left you he goes mine he goes, mine got killed. Mine were murdered. So he goes, that's why I'm out here doing this. And the shavers are, um, Porter's getting all mad. So he's like, you know what? Fuck this. He just kind of gets on his little, um, his, his mic and goes, all right, man, everyone get in here and take him down. But then Sykes is like, come on, man, you got to be better than that. He goes, didn't I teach you well? And then he pulls out. No, he's holding it. I don't know why Porter didn't see it. And he goes, I'm blocking your, uh, your little wire. So he had some kind of scrambler thing. I don't even yeah. know what it was. And so he's like, fuck. So the cops, everyone outside didn't even hear him. And then he goes, I advise you not to get up because goes, you're sitting in one of those seats. If you get up, it's going to blow up. And he's like, he's like, what? And then he, he kind of meant, hey, remember when we did this? And uh, told him that there's a, if he get that, he, there's a bomb under the chair that he's sitting in. If he gets up, it's going to go off and kill everybody. As well as him, because Porter pulls out his gun and he's pointing it at him. He goes, "Look!" He goes, ah, "I still kill you." And he goes, "Well," and then he pulls out his other hand. Sykes is like, "Well, if my finger comes off this detonator, boom, we're all dead." <laughs> so Porter's like, "Fuck!" So he kind of just takes off. Everybody's watching 
watching them. They see the the bad guys. It's uh, Romano's club again. So he sees his his guys see Porter, and, uh, and then he because he's clear as day standing there holding a gun, and then uh, Sykes just kind of just makes out. But then all the bad guys come in, and then this huge firefight starts. While he's attached to the seat. Yeah. Not, I'm sorry, not attached to the seat, but he's holding on to the seat. Yeah. Uh, so he he doesn't get up or he's going to blow up. Uh, Carlos, he's in there. He just pulls out his machine gun and just unloads. <laughs> and it doesn't matter who's in the way. There's tons of casualties. Uh, of people in there just getting their party on, and Porter is just blasting any all the bad guys he can, while he's still sitting in this chair. He even falls over and he's sliding along on the floor. Um, and <laughs> just well, he's just grateful that the the. Explosive device is not pressure sensitive. Cause yeah, <laughs> I'm sure his ass came off that seat at some point when he was falling over, rolling around on the ground. As soon as he fell over, boom! That thing should have blew up. Because <laughs> he falls over and he's twisting and turning. Clearly, you you could see that his butt is off that chair. But that's not stopping him, man. He's gunning everyone up, and then one of the guys comes running up. Uh, while he's still laying there on the floor attached to that chair, he pulls out a knife and boom, 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 starts slicing uh, one of the henchmen up. But then uh, after he gets rid of that guy, he pulls or he still he gets his gun again and he's shooting. We see Carlos, the second in command. Uh, Porter just lights him up and he kind of falls on the ground. And then and, uh, Porter shoots him in the head and then kills uh, Carlos. Uh, Romano, he comes in. With his gun getting ready to just start blazing, but then this is when all the cops come charging in. So they they arrest the uh, the leader of the gang, the leader of the mob or whoever, the Romano guy. But when the cops walk up to Porter, they go, "What are you What are you doing on the ground?" And he goes, "I can't get up, or this is gonna blow up." And then the camera kind of goes down to the chair. We see the bottom of it, and there's nothing under there. So he just kind of fooled him, but he he didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> like how they're like, there's nothing under there, and he was like, it can't. The device can't be that tiny. So he got played. <laughs> so, but Romano goes to jail, and then there's more talk. We need to find out who it is. We do see uh, Carrie every now and then. She's still trying to hide, but they did tell her, "Look, man, all the guys that are after you." Are gone. Oh, they're all in Romano's. He's in custody right now, so that we got. He's going to get ready to deal with his uh, his trial. I don't know how long, how many days or weeks this takes place, but this like they arrest the the leader of this this mob, and then immediately going to take him to, to to trial. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's many parts of this that are like, what the hell's happening? This was what. <laughs> This movie's not big on proper procedures or anything. <laughs> so um, they just brought Romano out of, out of jail or wherever, and he's got a bulletproof vest on. All the cops are surrounding him. The detectives, 
Uh, there's news reporters all wanting some kind of uh, statement or comment from Romano, but he's uh, trying to get into. They're put, putting him into the to the squad car, and then all of a sudden he kind of looks up, and then boom, he gets shot in the head. Blood big goes. Old, big old digital wound. Yeah, the they did use some practical effects here, because when he gets shot, which is clearly CGI. There's a blood goes splattering all over everybody around, and it gets all over the what was it the, the detective's Pete name Peterson? Yeah, he's yeah. got like chunks on him. Yeah, he's got chunks of skull and brain and blood all over his face, and then we see uh, the bullet wound and on Romano's head, and it just looks so bad. <laughs> all right, this part made me laugh the most. Ah. Uh, when he falls down, then all of a sudden we get like a drone shot, a, a really fast, and it's going between buildings and buildings and buildings. I don't know how far he, how far away Sykes was, but it made it seem like he was blocks and blocks away. He's the colonel. Uh, and when we the, the camera zooms in, he's sitting on the roof with some kind of high-powered sniper rifle. And I was like, wait, what's happening? (laughs) So I don't know, man. Again, I don't know my guns, but (laughs) he shot from, I'd say, at least a mile away. I I don't know if guns can do that or not. I I base my knowledge on movies because I remember um, in Shooter, uh, Marky Mark said he shot pretty far away. Anyway. So, yeah, that part made me laugh. Out of all the nonsense that thus this far, this part made me laugh the most when they just showed how far away he was. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> but, again, I love the cheesy stupidness of movies when when they do this. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, Sykes, his count, 34. Porter, he's got 15. So he's not even at the halfway point. He's a little over, almost to the halfway point. <laughs> um, again, all right, Jerry and his uh, his cameraman, the, the, they keep popping in the, the news guys. Why did he, I can't remember, why did he kill them? You remember? I don't remember. I think, was he reporting like false news or something? Or fabricating the news or putting the extras on it for his own his own benefit. Okay, that sounds right. Because I was kind of puzzled on why he killed, especially the camera guy. I mean, was he was he just you're no, here? He's just a casualty. <laughs> you're just you're here, and, and I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> so I was like, all right, because yeah, because he um, Sykes meets up with them. And then when they're sitting there talking, and because uh, the the Jerry was trying to like, all right, man, because I just want I just want the story. And then he's like, he's like, nope, he goes, I ain't give you shit. So he pulls out one of his little daggers and throws it, uh, hits the cameraman in the neck, and he falls down. And then Jerry's kind of like, I thought you said no weapons. I said no guns. Then he pulls out another dagger, whoo, throws it at Jerry, and kills him. Yeah, I'm almost positive because 
because he, you know, he Jimmy kept uh, talking about, or Jerry kept talking about, he, he's an Emmy Award winner, and he's just just all about the story. So I don't think he was trying to report the truth or justice or some shit. Yeah, whatever he was doing, he earned him a spy, earned him a reason to die. <laughs> so, so those two are dead. Oh, excuse me, bringing up Sykes' body count to 36. Uh, the police and everybody show up, uh, and they're just like, ah, well, I don't know what you can do about it. But they do kind of figure out who the next target is uh, is going to be. Because um, the detective, he tells him, look, man, he goes, I know, or no, Porter tells him, he goes, look, man, I know who the next um, killer is. Or no, wait, 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 let me go back a little. Um, after the whole uh, uh, shootout in the in the club, one of the people that got killed in there was the um, the daughter of was it the senator, or yeah, we'll go with that. Is it the senator or the governor? I, I can't remember. No, no, no. The guy that was the mayor was running for governor. I think it was the senator or something. Yeah, it was a lady. Yeah, her daughter was in there and she got killed, and they were kind of like, well, why was the senator's daughter in there? Uh, a known mob club or whatever, and they go, no, that's that's the place to be, and she was just there partying, and she was a casualty of war. So and somehow it was Detective Peterson's fault. Yeah, so well, probably his fault because he isn't caught. The super vigilante is what I think Jerry was the one that came up with that. that yeah, thing. maybe that maybe that's why he got killed. He's <laughs> like, you got everybody calling me the super vigilante, and you deserve to die just for that. <laughs> so. So, um, so yeah, so so the the mayor was kind of getting in cahoots with with the senator, going, "Look, man, we'll we'll bring this guy down, we'll take him down, and everything." And uh, don't you worry about it, because he was, I guess, wanted her help for him to become governor of Utah. <laughs> is this is this when the the real agents show up? Yeah, because the the cop the the agent the FBI agents show up, and they're kind of like, well, hey, um, yeah, we're here now, so uh, we're we're gonna take over this case. And uh, the, yeah, the, you, the, you guys are working with Porter. Yeah, they're like, who? <laughs> Detective Peterson was like, yeah, you guys are working with Porter or your other man? What other man? It's, uh, agent Porter. Who? And I like I like the part where he was like he showed me a badge like yours and they were they were like it ain't like ours. <laughs> uh, that's that's the the detective work in in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and Porter does tell him like, look, man, we know who your next target is going to be because uh, the mayor and the senator went on on news saying that yeah we're we're going to bring this down and everything. Um, but Porter kind of put two and two together and was like, all right, man, his next target is going to be, um, uh, the mayor. So you guys need to find out where he is and protect him. But the mayor was like, they call, I guess they called the city hall or wherever the mayor's at. And he wasn't there. They said, oh, he, he, he left already. And they're like, oh, well, and then they're, well, his, uh, secretary, uh, just checked in at the, whatever hotel, and she paid for it, so we. Oh, this we, was the the captain talking about it. Why was he so angry? Maybe because 
the, the mayor blocked him. I don't know. <laughs> the secretary paid for a hotel room with her credit card. I was yeah. like, calm down, man. That's like the most detective work they did this whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> that quick, too. So <laughs> we see uh, the mayor. He's, he's getting it in uh, with his secretary. And then somebody comes in from the shadows and bah, shoots the mayor in the head. Shoots her, he goes. Oh, yeah, he he shoots the the mayor in the head, then he shoots that girl. But we don't see who it is, but then when uh, the camera goes out into the hallway, because when the first shots, we see just someone kind of, we see the gun in a silhouette. We don't really know who it is. But when the camera goes out into the hallway, um, we see someone else, and we we still don't know who it is, kind of, sort of. I was thinking it was... Um, Porter, because it didn't look uh, like big um, <sighs> Sykes. But according to this kill count, it was Sykes who took both of them out. Because now his his kill count is up to thirty eight, and then he goes rolling down the street. So we we get to the uh, the climax of the film because uh. uh the detective, he is finally kind of Detective Peterson. He's kind of finally putting uh, some detective work together. And he's thinking, well, shit, man, this this guy Porter, he isn't an FBI agent. Um, they do get some uh, intel on um, Sykes because we see a picture in uh, his, uh, not his rap sheet, his military record. And it's a young Seagal yeah. uh, when, when, when he had a neck. Yeah. So and they got they they don't have a picture I don't think, but they do have information on a William Porter. They got information on a major William Porter that served with him. Yeah, so they're saying, well, yeah, because they, they didn't they didn't have a picture, and then they kind of read their what this happened. They both their wives and kids disappeared, and then Sykes was starting to think about or not Sykes um. Peterson, Detective Peterson, is starting to put two and two together. Like, well, shit. He, I can't remember who he was. Ta- I think he was talking to his partner. It was a young black woman. It was telling us like, you know what? Fucking Porter is Sykes. And then he, then we kind of see some, uh, some scenes where, like, in the beginning when we see was well, that was up blasting all those people up, up from up top shooting all those drug dealers. We see Sykes up there shooting, and then we see Sykes killing. Uh, other people and he's like shit man he goes there is no Sykes it's it's Porter see the 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 scenes of him shooting people this is all in Detective Peters Peterson's head the thing that I kind of go with is when they were doing the club meetup with with, uh, Sykes they said uh, the whoever after who who was uh, investigating the case that said it didn't sound like it was a scrambler it sounded it, it seemed like more like uh porter turned off his uh, mic plus they were looking at um video footage that, that yeah. was in the club and there was we didn't see any of sykes all we saw was porter and also in that club scene there was it looked like when he was pointing the gun like the people dancing was like looking at him like he was crazy yeah, uh, like he's pointing a gun at somebody. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll get into it in a minute, everyone. <laughs> but so uh, 
Yeah, the Detective Peterson was putting two and two together saying that there is no Sykes, it's just Porter. Uh, we go to the rooftop of some old building, I guess, and um, Sykes and Porter are up there kind of talking it out because Porter's just like, look, man, I, I got to bring you down. And he's kind of like, well, you ain't you ain't doing nothing because he kind of he he said Sykes says Seagal says this line. He goes, if you thought you could save the world, but nobody would know it and you might have to give your life doing it, would you do it? And I was like, when he said that line, I was kind of like, hmm, is is Porter just nuts? And this is all in his head. But when we get to the end, I, I don't I don't think so, because there was this was a crazy scene because I, I didn't get it. Uh, they're up on the roof and they kind of get into some uh, hand to hand action because uh, the Porter has his gun out and Sykes kind of walks up onto him and then. Boom, 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 knocks the gun out of his hand. Um, and then he says that line and they're talking and everything. And then next thing you know, they pull out their knives and they're having a little knife fight, which I don't know what the flipping the knives around dead does, but okay. Flashy. <laughs> Looks cool. They, they didn't even like, they, they cut each other, but they didn't like stab each other or anything. But uh, since the FBI is involved, oh my God, this looked really bad. They couldn't actually put two guys in a helicopter. Um, we see the helicopter flying over, which is real. But when they show the inside of the two FBI agents, is like they just took a picture of the of the inside of a helicopter, and they added those two guys. Oh, you! It, it gets better from here. <laughs> it looks so bad, and they see. Uh, before the helicopter actually gets close to the top of the building, um, uh, Sykes sees him and then just run and crashes through the skylight of the building and it hits the ground hella hard. And so Porter's still up on the roof and those the, the FBI guy fucking take that bastard out. So they start shooting at him. So he kind of runs away. And I was like, what the fuck is happening here? <laughs> Porter goes down into the downstairs and he's talking to Sykes again and they, they get into a little more battle. But uh when uh when Sykes fell through the the um the window, he kind of pulls a uh know, a little C4 explosive thing and sets it on, on the on the wall or whatever. And then when the FBI guys, I don't know how they're seeing into this building, but all right. Um <laughs> Um, the, uh, one of the FBI agents, he's got some kind of rifle and he's taking aim, but, um, Sykes pulls out his little detonator and then boom, blows up the, uh, the building. CGI uh, fire to make Lance proud. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't blow the whole building up. It just blows up whatever floor he was on and the, the cops and everybody were there. So they were all ready, uh, to come in and, no, that was that was it. <laughs> so, in the movie, just like they ran out of time. All right, man, we're gonna give you this big explosion and the end. <laughs> so, yeah, they 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 bring a body down. They're like it's, it's Porter, and uh, for some reason, uh, Carrie's there with with her son. She brought her to the to the crime scene, 
and she's talking to Detective Peterson. He's like, oh, you don't believe me, do you? And then she's just like, basically, she don't believe him. And then she goes back to her son, and he's got the, we kind of skipped over the, the scene where they, he met, uh, Porter met the son. And we were talking about the baseball glove that his son used to have. And uh, all of a sudden, Carrie's son has the baseball glove. And she said, he, he gave it to me and asked, asked you if I could have it. Yeah, because she's like, because she did, where would you get that? Oh, your friend, your friend gave it to me. And and she's like, what? So she's kind of looking around, and we don't we don't see him. But after the building blows up, the 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 fire department or whoever pulls pulls this body out that's all burned up, we don't see it. We just see a hand uh, out that's hanging out from under the the sheet. So yeah, you know the police work in this movie. It's him. Yeah. So uh, Peterson just assumes that there was only one guy, and it was Porter, and and he's nuts. So we got him, and that's it. But I don't think there was. I don't think it was just Porter. I think there was two people because that kid said he goes, "Yeah, he just left. Your friend just left." So Seagal Sykes, he's dead. He just he just blew himself up because he didn't want to get caught. Yeah, I figured he knew that was it. I killed uh, his final count was thirty nine people. <laughs> and uh, Porter's was 15 so he's like yeah, I, I killed a bunch of people so I'm good I can go uh, I can go be with my family now <laughs> and blow himself up because yeah that kid said yeah he was just here and, and he left so I don't know either these that just, kid's crazy yeah these cops just ain't looking <laughs> but he came up and I don't know did he have that glove in his in his pockets or something this whole time <laughs> or what and uh, it did, and he, all this happened at night. But with that scene, when they pulled the body out, was the next day, and the sun was out. So I say Porter was hiding in the cut. Maybe he went back to his hotel room, grabbed that glove, and came back to the scene. Uh, I don't know how he knew that Carrie and her son were going to be there. Again, more bad police work because the the police had already been to his hotel before then. So did they not secure all the evidence or no i just left oh. everything there okay <laughs> so and that's your movie everyone so uh, evil is punished uh the super vigilante is dead the fake fbi agent disappeared and there's no explanation or anything and yeah everybody is uh, Carrie and her son are safe. All the mob guys are dead. The the crooked uh, cheating mayor is dead, and uh, the crackheads or whatever they were. <laughs> everybody, everybody is safe in Utah. Uh, I assume until the next uh, go around. <laughs> but yeah, everyone, that was that was a code. That's code of honor. And again, I enjoyed this film. And it was just goofy and CGI mess. Uh, minimal Seagal. Uh, tons of uh, Craig Schaefer. So, I mean, again, yeah. I think he was the, the star of this film. And Seagal yeah, this, was just there. <laughs> it was definitely starring Craig Schaefer, co-starring Stephen. Yeah, they, he probably only showed up for like maybe a week. Filmed all his scenes and then, all right, you guys, I'm out of here. You guys film the rest. He filmed his scenes in a day. 
most of it was in that warehouse with the sniper <laughs> rifle. But yeah, I was I had to do some investigating to like, okay, was was it really just Porter and he was killing everybody and, and making up the whole Sykes thing? But nah, I mean, all these guys, th- these are just message boards that are people were trying to figure it out. But there was one guy I kind of he came up with the same conclusion because everyone was like, no, man, it was, it was him. He was, uh, it was just Porter the whole time. And they're like, no, because it goes back to that little kid. And the little kid said, he gave me the glove and he just left. So that kid knew who Porter was. So it wasn't uh, him under the sheet. So I'm just going to go. There was two guys. Uh, Sykes just did what he had to do and just took himself out because he didn't want to get go to jail or or let the police kill him. So I'm I'm just gonna stick with that explanation. You guys have a different. If you've seen this film and and you think differently, I mean, let us know what you think. But I think there was two guys there, and evil is punished in Utah. And uh, Porter is still a bad guy, and he's I don't know. He's just gonna be hiding out. Code of Honor too. Ah. If they shit, I'd watch it. <laughs> they made another one, and somehow uh, Sykes is still alive. Maybe he he comes to in the uh, in the ambulance and wham bam, and then gets out and <laughs> <laughs> he's like Dark Man. He's running around with his face wrapped up. Someone send us send us that check, and you can have my idea. But yeah, Code of Honor, everyone. It's if you got everyone's got freebie, everyone's got Tubi. Uh, have at it if you listen to this whole review <laughs> and uh, and we're selling it to you. But I again, I loved it. I mean, I didn't love it. I liked it. I thought it was <laughs> it was entertaining so much that I I watched it two nights in a row. And again, I'm gonna buy this and I will watch it uh, more. Who knows? Maybe I'll come up uh, find some other things in it and I'll come back and let you guys know. But <laughs> uh, I did enjoy this film. So I mean. It, Craig Schaefer is what made me like this film the most. Seagal was just minimal, and he was there. He, he's the only one on the poster, only his name. I didn't even know Craig Schaefer was in this. <laughs> like anybody knew. But all right, everyone, Code of Honor. What do we got next? <laughs> all right, we are going to start... With the original to get ready to get ready for the new one coming here, coming out here in a couple months, and that is the Expendables 2010s. The Expendables. Where's that streaming? I don't know. I'm after, and I, I was just going through my movies, so I, I got the Blu-ray. I have all of them, so I mean, it's not like I can't watch them. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're streaming, but. We're going to go through the Expendables franchise. We're not going to go through all of them back to back because, like we said before, we learned our lesson with uh, was it Mission Impossible. Yeah, the new Mission Impossible is now out now, everyone. So my buddy already seen it. He said it was hella good. So, all right. I'll probably see it hopefully sometime this weekend. Yeah, get ready for that new one. Uh, did you hear uh, e- Eco Uways from The Raid is the villain in part four? In oh, in uh, uh, Expendables, yeah. yeah. I was, yeah. I, I thought you meant Mission Impossible. Isn't uh, Tony Jaw in it too? Yeah, and Megan Fox, yeah, thumbs and all. 
Should be should be kicking ass and still have perfect makeup on. Like um, what was that movie? <laughs> <Broke>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even even for that being goofy, I like that one too. I won't buy it, but <laughs> I liked it. Well, we were watching the. We got to think of what was the last movie we seen. I can't remember the last movie we've seen, but uh, we got the trailer for it. And my wife was like, why is Andy Garcia in The Expendables? Because he's old and he used to be big in the 80s. <laughs> I don't know. Expend- is it just Expendables 4? or They did that stupid thing with put the 4 in The Expendables. Uh, all right, I see it. Yeah, 50, why is he in this? Because he's friends with somebody. Was he in the last one? I don't even remember. No, it was uh, Rhonda. Yeah, where's she at? Oh, she's uh, fighting my girl. A quick, a little wrestling returns. Did you watch Raw? Yeah, <laughs> I just watched the. See, I just watched the when um, uh, Shayna Baszler was beating the hell out of um, Rhonda. No, before oh, before Rhonda oh. came in, was it your girl? No. My girl never gets beat. Oh, no. What you talking about? Who the fuck? Who the fuck was she fighting? I don't know. Rod, Shana was beating somebody up. I can't remember. And then um, Rhonda came out. Oh, she no, she tapped out whoever she was wrestling. And then um, Rhonda's music hit. And then she came in and looked like she connected on Shayna. <laughs> so. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to go hard on each other because... The build-up to SummerSlam is going to be cool, I think. Yeah. I heard this is uh, Ronda's uh, farewell. Yeah, I was reading some things. This this is it. Maybe that's why she's going to... She's always said she wanted to to have a storyline with Shayna. So I think this this probably be it after uh, after SummerSlam. That would be it for her. I don't want Ronda to win and go, all right, I'm out. I want her to get beat up and then go out. Oh, because I want Shannon to still be I, on on top. I think she's gonna she's gonna put her friend over, like mommy. I'm, mommy's always. I need to get that shirt now. Oh, when you <laughs> sent me that dirty Dom shirt, I just happened to be you know because I post what matches are coming up on uh, the different uh, WWE shows. His his um uh, uh, where you look up the wrestlers on there, it says Dirty Dom. Dirty yeah, Dom. that's his name. Now. <laughs> I was like, shut the fuck up. He's done time. <laughs> when I was locked up. <laughs> oh, fucking. Who else? Corey. Was it Corey who's riding his nuts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I, please just ride this out as long as you can. The, the oh, Dirty Dom and, and Mommy, keep them together. Because it, it's just awesome. Uh, buddy, man, I know you're you're killing it, but... It's all right, man. You're you're on AEW. <laughs> you got a lot. You got a lot going on over there. Yeah, he's <laughs> so. killing it at home. Yeah, he is. But all right, everyone. That's gonna be it. This episode. Uh, what are we? Episode. This is episode sixty-four. Yeah. Of the action returns. Go back if you guys didn't listen to our Ninja Three Dom the Domination. Go back and listen to that. And while you're at that, go to Facebook and join the Action Returns Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Uh, links below. Follow us on Instagram, The Action Returns. Follow us on Twitter at Action underscore Returns. Uh, or just go over to Horror Returns website, thehorrorreturns.com, and all everything's over there. The links to, well, links to everything is below here, but 
Become a Patreon subscriber if you can. It's only a dollar, and you get this and you get that. Um, we do got a special episode coming. Brian and I are going to do... Um, the hell is that movie called? Uh, Valentine's Bluff. It's going to be a Patreon exclusive mm-hmm. for a few months before we just put it over here on, on the regular network. So everyone that, that is a subscriber, you guys are going to hear it first. Uh, this is the new film that came out not too long ago. So, um, yeah, if you guys uh, watch uh, the original My Bloody Valentine before because this is uh, the second this is a fan film so this is a continuation, continuation. To that. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet but we're, that that's coming really soon everyone and there's links to everything else stream fiends the wrestling returns and all that so please follow us everywhere again everywhere to follow us the horrors the horror returns.com and if you don't want if you're too lazy to search for it all the links are below so but with that again this is episode 64 of the action returns Steven Seagal code of honor with that yeah keep your honor good out there everyone and uh, again practical effects please <laughs> CGI is good but not for everything <laughs> ask Lance <laughs> so, <laughs> with that again everyone be uh, always be safe out there and come back again so until then party on <laughs> And be good to each other.